0: Hello. What it do? What's it good, bro? Just uh, Just trying to make sure the audio is coming through clearly. You can hear me? Yep, I got you. All right, bad, 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 bad. So ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, it has been a long time coming. We have had hella technical difficulties. We have been continuously trying to do this next fucking episode of Black Guys Time About Wrestling so many damn times and we are here we are here um rob could not be on this episode uh do not know the reason again personal um same with i think moody's at work and mr murph um again personal have no idea what's going on but you know you got me and you got db now the last time we talked to you all It's been a while. I think the last episode we did may have been in like September or like right before the Royal Rumble. Um, Or like the last episode that we actually put out may have been like right before the Royal Rumble. But we're here, ladies and gentlemen. We're here. So we got a few topics for you all. Um, First, I am your boy, Way. I am the number one contender for the BGTW World Television Championship at WrestleMania. Along with DB. Go ahead and introduce yourself, bro. Uh, you already know who I am. I shouldn't have to introduce myself, but I am the
1: villain. I am the one. I am the greatest of all time. DB.
0: See, you be you I be saying
1: the number one contender for the world championship, the BGTW world championship. You know, not no fake championship, the top dog championship. I'm always in the main event picture. That's who I am. Matter of fact, that's my name, the main event,
0: DB. Wow. So my thing is, why do you keep disrespecting the TV title? Everybody's held it but you. Because I don't want mid-card championships.
1: I'm oh. not a big fan of like I said, I'm the main event. People come to see me.
0: I don't want that garbage. I don't even want that garbage on my resume. So coming, so going into WrestleMania as one of the number one contenders, how does it? How does it feel? This is your second back-to-back WrestleMania main event. You know,
1: I'm, I'm confident finally going to take the championship off Rob. You know, since he's held hostage forever. Uh, yeah, I'm confident that this is finally going to be over. The reign of Rob is finally going to be done. The people deserve an actual fighting champion. You know, not somebody who's just dug and dodging and and dodging and making all kinds of excuses why they can't defend the championship then and now. So... The people want me to win. The people want me to win. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give them what they want. And that's me being the two-time, two-time BGT
0: world champion. If you say so. If you say so. See, what I was see what my original plan was, I was like, I was going to ask you to to I was gonna ask you if you want to have a match at Elimination Chamber, kind of like how you did to me last year at Fastlane. Lane. Uh-huh. But at the last minute, I decided against it. i like, there's no point in doing that because of how heavily I criticized your move to do it. Now, here's the thing: right, you have to go to WrestleMania. And do what I've already done. What was that? Win a triple threat match and walk out the winner. Oh, I don't. Again, I did what I came to do. Are you going to be able to do that? That ain't, that ain't nothing.
1: You you asking me to do something there? <laughs> it's easy. I can do that. I I'm not worried. I'm absolutely confident. I'm 100% confident in my abilities to get the job done. Like I said, the world needs this. The people need this. The universe
0: needs this. Everybody's going to need this and and that's what it's going to be. I'm already claiming. TikTok Definitely held that title hostage. He's held that title for about a year now. A little over a year. So... And how many so times you defended it? Now it's time for him to defend it. So I feel you a thousand percent. I'm 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 with you. Um y'all keep talking about my my reign that I'm the
1: only one who defended my championship multiple times.
0: I got two defenses in there, but we ain't gotta talk about that.
1: Fluke
0: um but 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 okay so uh, first off, let's kind of do this in chronological order. We can um, what's the word I'm looking for? That way we can properly talk about it. So, i about So um, the elimination chamber just happened, and with the elimination chamber place, we have some of the WrestleMania. Some of the some of the WrestleMania matches, you know, locked in. Uh, so let's go through the card. It was a Saudi Arabia event. They made in the Elimination Chamber this year. Um, in a, in the pre-show, you had Rey Mysterio versus The Miz. A decent match. Didn't go too long. Um, nine minutes, about a little over nine minutes. Rey Mysterio won. How did you feel about that match? Uh, I got the job done. Um, you know, what? I I love the direction
1: um, that they that they got going on with Miz. Yeah. I mean Miz is doing what he has to do. Um, but I know they uh they teased something in the middle of that uh in the middle of the uh, the, the event after after Rey Mysterio won, Miz said, I need uh, to find a buddy. So I wonder who this buddy's gonna be. Hmm there's reports
0: that it's going to be Logan Paul, but, you know, we'll see. I fucking hate that. I, again, matter of fact, let me not even say nothing about fucking Logan Paul. Um, That's cool, I guess. That's cool, I guess. Um, I don't fuck with Logan Paul. I'm not going to say that. But, yeah, it's, I, again, it's cool, I guess. So, in the first match of the night, you had Roman Reigns versus Goldberg. Um... I knew Goldberg wasn't going to win for it to be a six-minute match. Definitely high impact. Um, I didn't expect Roman to win by technical submission at all. I didn't. So, but the the match was what it was supposed to be. I'll say that. Uh, What's your thoughts on Roman versus Goldberg? Yeah, you kind of took my idea. It, it,
1: It did what it was supposed to do. Um, he did what he said he was going to do. He said he was going to Goldberg, Goldberg. He, um, he dominated the match. Yeah, Goldberg has some spots, but Roman Roman's at the top of his game right now. And uh, honestly, I don't see anybody ever in the history of professional wrestling right now that can compete with the way that Roman Roman's in his what they call what the uh, what they say the kids say that he's in his bag Roman's mm-hmm. in his bag right now I mean it's it's ridiculous how good he is and you know it's about damn time
0: no for real I'll definitely give you that um I mean, Roman's been in rare form especially as of late like Roman's been in extremely rare form his match versus Seth Rollins at the Royal Rumble was a was a goodie um the the little fallout that they tried to have afterwards again also excuse me um also amazing and it just overall has just been an amazing um like an amazing run for Roman it's been an amazing run for Roman um so yeah I'm definitely excited where they I'm definitely excited like where they go from here. Um, I'm definitely looking ah okay, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not gonna do it this time because Rob says that I never really truly do it justice, so I'll let him introduce himself because you don't do it right. You're trash. you're a trash individual and
2: you don't believe in saying so it it. giving people and giving people the credit that they're due. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you know who it is you're one and only <clears throat> sovereign. The Kilimanjaro uh, black guys talking about wrestling. BGTW, your reigning, (coughs) defending uh, world heavyweight champion. I am he. He is I. Your sovereign.
0: Big Rob, what's going on, y'all? Big. What's going on, brother? Ladies and gentlemen, I, I must say, I must say, I must say, Rob is and then so far, so far, again, this is This is new, but so far Rob is the only person to hold the BGTW World Television Championship for over a year. He won the championship at the Royal Rumble last year, and he will be walking into he will be walking into WrestleMania as a 15, well no, 14, 15. WrestleMania is in March, April, April. April first week of April. April. First week of April, so yeah, he'll be walking into WrestleMania on a 15 month reign as BGTW World Television World Television. I'm sorry, no disrespect, World Heavyweight Champion. Um, how does that feel, Rob? 15 months. 15 months. Do you Do you think it will end at 15 months?
2: Do I think it'll end at 15 months? How do I, How do you think I feel, man? I've been telling you guys since I got here that. I don't need a title to to define me. I've been the best, the mountain that makes you since I got here. So, I can walk in and nothing changes. And I could walk in and be hit by lightning and nothing changes. I am still sovereign at the end of the day.
0: So, being as one of his WrestleMania opponents, what is your response?
1: Yeah, I'm actually glad that you are here because uh, I had things that I had to get off my chest. So, I'm glad you're here. First
2: of all, how you doing, Rob? You doing all right? You having a good day? I'm good, Ben. I'm actually kind of floating right now, personally, sir. Hey, you know what? Me too. Me too.
1: <laughs> anyway, so um, for these like 14 month reign that you had, 15, 15. Oh, 15, sorry. How many defenses have you had? How many title defenses did you, uh,
2: you know, how many times you put the note up? I don't think any of that matters personally, but uh, I, I don't count. You,
1: you know, I, there, there's reports. There's, there's rumors that you uh, are holding the BGDW Jim hostage because, you know, you don't want to defend it
0: because you're scared you're going to get beat. <sighs> Come on, ladies. I, I must throw in I'm here can. that Rob does have in his BGTW contract that he only defends at big shows. I do have to throw that in there as fact.
2: Just saying. It's it's, it's it's a wonder when you have an advocate that works on your behalf. But even more so, it's, it's terrible when you have to sit atop a mountain and have people throw pebbles that don't really have a leg to stand on. And, and, and,
0: go you ahead know, ben. The,
1: the last time that uh, you held the championship hostage there was the uh, one guy one guy who uh, said to the world that we can't let this slide, and that one man was the main event DB are you nervous? Are you terrified that the same thing will happen
0: again? Absolutely not. Because remember, you guys are one and one. This, this will be, this is technically your fourth match against each other, because including last year's WrestleMania triple threat match, but this will be your fourth match against each other. Um, I won the triple threat match last year, so that didn't really go on either one of y'all records as far as head-to-head. Y'all are one and one head-to-head. Will one of you get that, that, that rubber match win?
2: Uh, yeah. If if it was a one-on-one match, but the fact of the matter is, if I'm not mistaken, it's still another uh, three-way match, is it not? Yep. Yeah. Yep. It is. And yep. of course, he's dropped out because he's trash. And he, he doesn't, you know,
1: every time somebody questions the man, he ducks and dodges. So it's all
2: right. <laughs> Come on, man. Ain't nobody got a duck and dodge.
1: Nah, nah, nah. I, I'm actually going, you know, I'm not going to trash you. You know, I'm, I'm going to show you respect because you earn it. You
2: know,
1: 15 months is 15 months.
2: 15
1: I months is 15 say, months. I, I will say, congratulations on your reign. But now it's over.
0: Sorry about that. My, my connection started acting stupid. Sorry about that.
1: It's now time for the main event. To take the spotlight,
0: and that's what's going to happen. But again, like Rob has had a, a couple, he's had I think a total of three defenses in his fifteen months. So to that DB, I will give you credit. But again, we also did that. We also did have the 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 pandemic um, go on go on as well. Um, so there was a couple of circumstances in there where. Uh, and then also one of the big shows, Rob couldn't defend because um, he had some prior like family duties going on. So there's been, he's had reasons why he couldn't defend. But in some of those cases, again, they were B-shows. And in his contract, he does say that he will not defend on B-shows while he's world champion. So does that come into to play with your argument? No. I said what I said and I mean what I said.
2: I mean, you can say what you want to say truth of the matter is get you, if you if you don't like it get yourself an advocate that can uh, negotiate you some uh, some wonderful uh, you
0: know clauses in your contract that's that's where I can put it all right that's a good idea I will do just that so when we come I- to renegotiate DB are you are you renegotiating for only defending on big shows as well I'm not telling you my negotiating
1: tactics I'll see you on the, on the table. I ain't going to tell you right now, though.
0: Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. But so let me ask you this question, man. So, and he would kind of be answering that, but I'll still ask. So when you become world champion, like, how many def- do, do you plan on defending all the time like you did last time? Because that, that's what got the title took it from. So or do you plan on continuously defending, or do you plan on, you know, Pick picking your spots and your opportunities as again according to Rob, a good world champion does. I'll let you know when we get there.
2: When Aaron, I become I champion, a champion, I'll let you know. You make it sound as uh, I've I've done nothing except, you know, sit back and title. At the end of the day, I've told i told you guys the same thing uh since I joined the BGTW. I don't need a title to define me now being placed in, in in positions to hold titles it just happens to be what it is can't help it that you know I happen to be a main event guy and everywhere I go I'm main event uh, but at the end of it there's, there's, really no, there's really no questioning the impact that I've made uh, there's no questioning the job that I've done Every time you face me, here's the thing: even in your losses, you
0: come out for it better.
2: I make you better, even when you have to. When you have to sit there and wallow in your defeat, because you go up against one another and you then implement the things that I've shown you in order to be in order to become champions. Let's be real about this: when when Bean first encountered me, Bean was, oh, he was, the, I'm the villain, and you know, I'm gonna you know i'm going to just be i'm going to be the best
0: and then i had to it, show him he has succeeded i will give him that he has succeeded at being the villain of of the of the federation so and and that's and that's wonderful but let's be real he became a better one facing me
2: he became yeah. his his promos stepped up his his tenacity and his viciousness stepped up uh his stick to the 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 way that he approaches his matches now has changed after just a just one or two matches with me. He became an outright monster in his own right when he had to go up of a Wayman or the, or uh, or a moody or a murph. And so now he gets to he gets to stand again in my presence again for the title and he has to ask himself you know, he's not asking whether or not I'm capable of of delivering. He's asking himself if he's capable of delivering. But at the end of the day, he knows that I've been here before, but can I beat him at the game that he's shown me? And again, the truth of the matter is, like Roddy Piper once said, once you think you know the questions, I change once you think you know the answers, I change the questions. So that's the one thing that you always get when you face me. You'll never get the same Rob. You'll never see the same champ. You'll never be the same mountain. You can climb it, but it changes you at the end of the day.
0: Okay. Um, Now, again, another question I do have for you two since we are here in the face-off. With Rob and his contract, DB, Rob also has, um, as as shown, because that's how he became a two-time world champion, he does... Have a rematch clause in his contract. Um, doesn't everybody? Doesn't everybody Shouldn't everybody
2: have a rematch clause in their contract? I figured that would be standard practice.
0: You would think. You 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 would you would definitely think again. Moody hasn't. Moody didn't negotiate a rematch clause. Um, DDB did. No, nobody else. Every like. No, you know. I definitely did. I definitely did. Watch well, your mouth. When you had the opportunity for your rematch, you didn't take it. Well, after you, after you lost to me, instead of you just hopping in for your rematch, you instead decided to face me at fast lane. So so did you just refuse to did you just not want to use your rematch clause at that particular time, sir? I wanted to give you the opportunity. But Just I gave you up. the shot. So how are you giving me the opportunity when I? This isn't my face-off. We're not doing this, DB. You're two and one against me. Two and one, two and one, and the only win is in the fatal four-way. The two, the two losses, the two losses that you have against me, sir. They're in one-on-one. That would make we're not going to talk about. That that, that
2: will make him one and two. Actually, you got to get your
0: yeah. I'm sorry. I, I caught mad. what I said after yeah. I said it. So you're definitely right. You that will make him one and two. You got to make your math. But yes, 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 yes. DB, um, again, you're one and two. Thank you for the correction, Rob. But yes, um, but this this isn't about me. <clears throat> this is about you two. We couldn't get Murph on here so we could have the 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 actual, you know, the the three way dance. But it's fine. We got you two. Um, we got the world champion, and we have again an opponent that he's faced on numerous occasions. Like that's one of the things here at BGTW. This is the longest running. Rivalry in BGTW If Rob considers him a rival um, They have, they were the First world championship defense um, DB Became only the second BGTW world heavyweight champion Again in another match against Rob um, Which he won uh, They were in the triple threat Main event of Wrestlemania That same year And then bring it around full circle They're here again and another triple threat match at WrestleMania, so this has been this has been a continuous twelve month rivalry between between you two, and in these these twelve months that you two have been again, if you consider each other rivals, um, like like how what does this rivalry mean to you? Like you're here again after after WrestleMania last year, after being the first world title match, after being. After becoming the second world champion, DB, after adding all this in there, how does it feel to be back here again in the rivalry could conclude this year at WrestleMania? That's a good question.
1: I, um... I deem Robin, he's, he's, a, good, he's a good guy. He's a stand-up guy, stand-up individual. You know, um... I respect him. I don't fear him like you Lehman you I to don't him I, him. I don't fear Rob it's time that we finally shut him down you've given him way too many opportunities to pop his head up like he's King Kong Bundy like he's the greatest thing of all time and now it's that time's over it's a new sheriff in town
0: <clears throat> this dude called me King Kong Bundy. He did. Now I must throw this fact in there again. I I am the stat master of BGTW. Um, with Rob's two reigns combined, he's been BGTW champion. We've been doing this going, going three years now. He's been BGTW champion for twenty the majority for for about fifteen. This it'll be fifteen this time if it continues plus six. So about twenty one. Twenty one out of yeah, thirty six months. Yep, twenty one out of, yep, of thirty six months. He's he's been he's been world champion. Um, so again, I'm just throwing that little stat in there. Um, Rob, respond. This is your opportunity to respond to DB. To respond to what? Is there a rivalry? This is the beauty of
2: I'm I'm a word nerd, right? And the beauty of being a word nerd is that. Uh, to be a rival means, if I'm not mistaken, man, and I could be wrong, uh, but I believe a rival is someone um, that you you have you face consistently. And the one thing I'll agree with him on is there's a mutual respect that we have for one another. Now, as I told you in the past, don't uh, I, I don't like people that are afraid of me. I'm a hunter. Being a hunter means that um, I, I don't I don't like my prey to be afraid of me when I know that I have to when I got to do work. And fear takes takes the you know what I'm saying. They, they cower and they cry and they whine and th- that's not fun at all. I, I want my prey to 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 think that they have an opportunity. I want them to stand there with their chest out think they got a a shot and then when they get taken down as they always do um, I want them to do exactly what you did I want them to acknowledge the fact that they faced their sovereign and that he did exactly what he said he was going to do and that he's going to retire back to his cave to wait for the next to, to wait for the next person that thinks that they can scale the mountain and the beauty of it is this um, if you go, to, if you ever find yourself uh, trying to scale Mount Everest, they have stopped marking the spots where people died. So there, there have been maybe a couple of hundred people since since they started, you know, recording since they started, you know, really documenting. The attempts to to reach the summit, the very top of Mount Everest, and and what they used to do is they used to commemorate the people who who died in the attempt. They froze to death. They fell in a in a in a crevasse. Uh, any any number of things that, that took place, right? And they stopped doing it because the number of people who tried and failed is a deterrent to those who who keep coming and so that's uh, who, who want to come and, and have an opportunity to make it to the top and and that's what I, i've had to stop doing i've had to stop marking the spots where the dead lay whenever they come to whenever they come to challenge and so i'm glad that Bean gets another shot And you know what i hope i hope that Bean gets another shot and guess what after that i hope Bean gets another shot because at what point do i have to do i have to prove anything at what point do I have to say, you know what? He gave it a good college try and and just and just dash all of his hopes and feelings. There's no point in that. If you if I've allowed you to live long enough to come back to try your shot again, then come back. People hunt big game all the time, and I'm the biggest game out there. So please come out, try your shot. Now if you lose, don't go crying and complaining. Dust yourself off and try again.
0: I believe Aliyah told you that. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> uh let's see, let's see. Looking looking through my 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 list here, trying to see if I have any um any any more questions for you two before we continue on or get into the re, re get into the the um elimination chamber. Um let's just get into
2: the elimination chamber stuff.
0: Okay. Um, so uh, we covered the the dark match um, between Rey Mysterio and the Miz, your standard match, Ray wins. Um, again, good performances for both. Uh, the next match after the pre-show match was Roman versus Goldberg, where again, um, it was exactly what you expected it to be. Roman versus Goldberg. I did not expect it to end by technical submission though. So that was um, that was a you know a good little touch, but it only went about six minutes. You never really expect a Goldberg match to go that long. Um, Roman, of course, retains to go on to WrestleMania. Um, then after that was the women's elimination champion. Uh, Bianca, let's, let's double
2: back. Let's double back to to Roman and 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 Goldberg. Go ahead, sir. an issue with, is, and, and I'm going to say an issue, is because I'm pretty sure that while Vince doesn't allow anybody to really book the show for him, the people of of Saudi Arabia seem to always get their way when they want these nostalgia acts there. Whether it's the Undertaker, whether it's Hulk Hogan, whether it's uh, Goldberg. And Goldberg seems to be the leader this year. I'm not quite getting the fascination that these um, that these that these fans have with the with these with these nostalgia acts from the WWE that match believe it or not and this is gonna sound terrible in regards to to Roman reigns but that was the bathroom match like I didn't I, I didn't, I knew that I mean one, if you're calling if you're calling the show, you know the winner of that match there's no way that Goldberg is walking in and walking out champ just not going to happen Um. so you knew so you knew Roman was going to do his thing and the fact that you get there Goldberg kind of I mean he didn't he didn't shit the bed like he did with the Undertaker a couple of years ago, but he's clearly past his point of putting on quality Ew. matches. Yeah, you know he's, he's clearly past his point of putting up, putting on quality matches. Um, so the fact that now you're just feeding him to people, and especially feeding him and what I guess they're trying to consider a marquee match, like that's 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 just kind of wild to me. You know what I'm saying? I get it. Roman was like, "Yo, I'm not staying in, in Saudi Arabia long, so let me get in and get out of here." That's exactly what he did. He got in one in six minutes and was on the plane before the next show started, or before the next match started, um, because he has to turn around and be back in the states to get himself ready to to do what to do whatever press runs he's got to do. So it makes, it makes no real sense why they keep putting these people, why they keep putting these, these nostalgia acts uh, out here. And I think that Vince has to get, Vince or whomever is doing the booking because I really don't think Vince is doing the booking anymore. Um, so whoever their head of creative is and saying, yeah, this is the show that we're going to put together for this. I think at some point they got to say, nah, let's start giving Let's start taking some of our NXT guys. Let's start taking some of our, you know, rarely used guys. At least the ones that are willing to go over there. Because, again, we still have to understand that politically, a lot of people just don't like going. That's why Sammy doesn't go. That's why Kevin doesn't go. Um, Because politically, it's just not. That's just their stance. Um, For good reason. Eh, I mean, if if that's the if that's the the hill you want to die on politically, fine. Um, and again, I'm one of the ones that while I'm familiar with the the political side of what's going on over there, it's not my circus, not my not my monkey. You know, not my circus, not my clowns. You know what I'm saying? So if I want if I'm going to get a check, if you're gonna tell me, hey, I'm gonna go to Saudi Arabia and my, my merch sales are gonna be through the roof and I'm going to get out here, perform for these cats, and they're gonna and y'all going and y'all are going to pay me X amount of tens of thousands of dollars to do so, or hell, in some cases, hundreds of thousands of dollars to do so. But yeah, I'm there, and I'm doing exactly what Roma did. Yo, as soon as we're done, can I get on the plane? Cool. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> and I'm back on the plane. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do the pre-show. Yeah, I'll open up the show,
0: whatever case. If I could ask this question really quick, but wouldn't that be doing the same thing? And again, it depends on your perspective of, of this. But um, wouldn't that be doing the same thing that people are condemning Vince for having these Saudi Arabia shows? You know, to begin with, that even after the 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 human rights violations um, and the and the not even speculation <laughs> at this point, the admitted um, admitted murder of of the, the, the reporter um, man that was years ago nobody again we bring that up here
2: in the states because he was working for the Washington Post but is that really something that people are talking about over there you know what the bigger issue is the WWE doing business with China the way that it does and the way that they're treating uh, the Muslims in China the way that they're treating the Uyghurs in China and here we got people like John Cena apologizing in Mandarin to China for acknowledging Taiwan, you know what I'm saying, as a country. That's, you know, that, that's more of an issue. Saudi Arabia has always been the quote-unquote bad guy politically when it comes to anything the United States has to say. Because the truth of the matter is, all we ever get on this side of the pond is out is what our media tells us about what's happening over there. Here, here's my, here's the most political you'll hear, me, you'll hear me get on this, and believe me, I can get much more political. Here's, here's what I do understand about the world Saudi Arabia is thousands of years old. Correct? Yep. Thousands of years old. Matter of fact, that entire region predates most of Europe and the United States by correct. thousands of years.
0: That's yep. absolutely correct.
2: The cradle of civilization. How dare a nation barely 300 years old, barely 400 years old. No, because we didn't establish ourselves to 1776. So we just celebrated 200 years 50 years ago so we're 250 years old as a nation 250 years old as a nation how dare we tell a nation thousands of years older than us hey you, you're doing it wrong you should do it, uh, do it the way that we do because that's really what and, and I know that saying that is a it's taboo but it is what it is I don't live in I'm, I, here's how I bring a little lighthearted to me light is to this um I don't live in Wayman's house right I don't have pets so I can look at Wayman's pets and say fuck your dogs why I don't have pets I don't care about his pets. I don't care about pets in general. Fuck your pets. <sighs> but those are his pets. He's been living with those pets longer than I've lived with a pet. Right? Going on so to how you. dare I... So how dare I impose what goes on in my house and his? It's been working for you. It's, I can give you... If you come to me and ask for help, I can give you advice... What you if you don't come to me and ask for advice, then I'm only offering my opinion. And I and that's the problem. We're offering opinion to to a nation for that again has existed for thousands of years and telling them, oh, the way that you live and the way that you operate is not right. Why? Because we can't, because ultimately our government can't take advantage of it. So, yeah, no. Civil rights violations or human rights violations um, aside, we're not the world's police and we're not the world's big brother. There there are times where we absolutely need to step in. There are absolutely times where we need to step in. But I don't think that this is one of those times. Can I say something, Rob? Sure.
1: We're talking about, you're talking about the United States and uh, what, what you said, about 250 years going on 250 years old. Yeah. We, as a country, committed the most Bruh, human violations. Too. See, that's the
2: thing. Well, well, yeah, absolutely. Now, two things before we go down this slippery slope.
0: Because it is going to get slippery
2: technically technically we weren't a nation when that started chattel okay. slavery started with Europe so we were still European so so Europeans the British, Spanish and I, when I say Spanish I mean the actual country of Spain, yep. Portugal France, those countries started that now they also brought that over here to the Caribbean and they brought that over here with the colonies when when the British were, were sending people when when the British uh, were,
0: were coming over here to colonize. Because you know the, so, no. the West Indies, the West Indies had been established by the time the West Indies slave trade had been established by the time the American slave trade had even started.
2: Again, all of that's connected. What I'm saying, what what I what I. What I'm saying is this. Man, we going to get some people talking shit about this. <laughs> what I'm saying is you're absolutely correct. Absolutely correct in chattel slavery. But we also have to consider that there were things happening over there historically that we could sit here and say what's up. Now, that's not to say I, where I think you were going with this is how dare a country 250 years old wag your finger at somebody and say stop doing these things you're doing bad things when you just participated in one of the worst things ever you know what I'm saying they they don't have a leg to stand on in that you know what I'm saying especially given the fact that at at the very least what they're asking of that country our government hasn't even done our government hasn't stood up and said hey you know what we're sorry about all that shit we did and all the shit that we allowed to happen. Has not apologized for it.
0: And, and probably not won't. Publicly. Oh,
2: never will. Never will. Hell, they had a whole they had a whole black face on the front of it. And he didn't even am like, yo, guess what? Um as the first blackface person to uh kind of stand in this role, let me stand on a, let me stand out here and say that we categorically apologize for the things that the United States government did to Black people. Nah, they didn't do it then. And that was the prime opportunity to do it. So yeah, B, I, I, I really don't have an argument for you on that one. <laughs> Unless you're going to go a completely different way. No, no, no,
0: that's exactly where I was going. That's exactly where I was going. You, you got it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the <laughs> thing really is, and, it. It, 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 and not even not even just like chattel slavery, but like the trail of tears. You can go on and on and on about the atrocities that the US itself has done to other people. Um, systematic racism.
2: Here's the thing though. They apologized to damn it, why did you do this? And I'm all and I'm a little high. <laughs> they apologized to natives.
0: To a degree, they apologize to natives. And still drilling in their fucking land. Still drilling in the reservations. I'm sorry, you about yeah. to give me something. Else. No, 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 no again. Hey, you chose to call the show Black Guys
2: Talking About Wrestling and now you don't brought this political shit to it. So, <laughs> um, but no, yeah, they're absolutely doing that. But at the end of the day, again, they they apologized and there was there was some sort of restitution made. It wasn't great, but they did it. Um, the you know so that that's just one side of it though. You know what I'm saying? They apologized to to Asian Americans, specifically the Japanese. Why? Because during World War II, when they had Japanese internment caps, in the fucking United States of America, hey, we're sorry we did this to you. Here's some money. They 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 apologize to other marginalized communities, but the ones whose blood literally grew the crops that they became engorged and wealthy off of, yeah, not so much. And then they and now as a nation because oh, there, if you guys don't know if, you, if, you're, if you're history uh, nerds like I am uh, Showtime had a documentary called uh, Everything's Gonna Be All White I love to play on words Everything's Gonna Be All White um, it's a multi-part documentary about guess what white supremacy and how history has played itself for white supremacy here in the
0: United States Check it out when you have the chance. Um, Is it on like Netflix or Hulu, or do I have to get like the Showtime?
2: Showtime. <laughs> yeah, <I said> Showtime. <laughs> I'm watching it. I'm watching it on the Showtime app on Hulu.
0: <laughs> I got the HBO app and some, and another one. I ain't trying to get. Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Okay. So I don't have. Eight, I don't hey, have cable. I have
2: apps. Hey, neither do I. I got apps too. And I don't pay for a few of them. <laughs> so I nah, 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 can do that. Don't don't. No, nah, I'm doing it the legal way. I'm not paying the legal
0: way. I was <laughs> about to say this Never. show was listened. This show is listened to in like 35 countries. So yeah. So you know, I do it the legal way. Now the
2: rest of y'all stealing shit. That's between y'all and Jesus or whoever <laughs> y'all decide to pray to. Um, but nah I say all, again, we, we we started to venture down a different path. So let's bring it back to the wrestling thing. At the end of the day, what Vince is doing in his um, in his business dealings with the Saudi government is it's twofold, and I think people got to understand that Vince is doing Vince is simultaneously taking advantage of. A country that wants to better its standing, how how the world sees them, because at the end of the day, Saudi the the Saudi government is saying, "Hey, sports, you know, start bringing some sports stuff over here," because we have deals, you know, American uh, American sports is worldwide. I don't care what anybody says, baseball. Uh, Football, basketball Are watched globally So while we still So while they're still called the national Leagues or national Associations um, They still have Fan bases in these Countries and we have Deals where the NFL goes To Mexico City Where they go to um, Where they go to England And I think they're adding two Other countries now uh, where they where they want to where they're playing football games. The NBA plays exhibition games all over the world: Israel, uh, Japan, China, the Africa, you name it. And Saudi Arabia saying, "Hey, bring y'all monkey asses over here. We got money. We want to spend on y'all too." Nope. And 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 all of them all of them now are like, uh, you know, we don't know about this or whatever. So much like with the XFL and you can say whatever you want to about it much like with no, the XFL Vince exactly. said, alright I'll be the yeah I'll strike I'll strike to see if the money's good first and so they've been doing business now with the Saudi government for what the past three or four years and let's understand really? something one every year they've gone have they not sold out yep sure. Uh, I know Wayman has his computer up so look and see how many seats the Jetta the, the arena that they go to so, uh, how many is seats because I'm pretty sure it's over 50,000 the Jetta yeah, like, Superdome the yeah, Jetta, Jetta Superdome
0: ones, yeah the Jetta Superdome um, holds a capacity of up to 40,000 people
2: Okay. That's the one that they were at this year, right? Yes. Yep.
0: Okay. So where were they last year? Uh they were at Crown Jewel, which the Mohammed Abdu Arena on the Boulevard. Hold on, give me one second. See, this is, this is why it's good
2: to have somebody who has their computer up. Let's see yeah. So you said upwards of forty thousand, right? Yes. Yep and i'm assuming 40,000 is for traditional seating because what we have to understand is WWE always adds seats wherever they go. It's like saying Baker's Field House holds 18,000 people, right? Right. That's that's for traditional seating. Seats. Yep. However, so the Muhammad yeah, Abu Theater, the,
0: seats. the Muhammad Abdul Theater at the Boulevard holds up to 20,000 22,000
2: so twenty two thousand last year, forty thousand this year.
0: Yeah, and that I believe was, they
2: were at the Muhammad. I believe they I, were at the Muhammad joint the year before that too.
0: Yes. Um. So in twenty twenty, they did the Super Showdown, which was at Muhammad, which was twenty two. Um. The year before that, the first Crown Jewel, they did an event that um holds sixty seven thousand. Um. Where you go sold yeah, the out first, Yeah. The first, and, yep the, the first crown jewel was 67,000 the super showdown in Saudi Arabia was 22,000 and the crown jewel in 2021 was another 22,000 and then this current um, elimination chamber elimination was, was 40,000 so they went 67, 22, 22, 40 and they sold so, out sold out every single time
2: that's over a hundred thousand. That's over a hundred and forty thousand people in three, years.
1: 50, in 50 three million, years. 50 million per show that they're getting, by the way. Just so you know, and hold and huh,
2: that's like that's fifty million per show, not Ooh. including the seats. Yep, not including
0: the seats. <laughs> so Wait, so then, hold on. Just, to, just to come out there. So wait. So since the first this all together, so they've been going to to Saudi Arabia since 2018. The first event they had was the Greatest Royal Rumble, which Braun Strowman won. That was at the King Abdullah International (coughs) Stadium, which holds 67,000. The next event they had was Crown Jewel, all that was held at the Saudi University um, Stadium, which held 25,000. So, in the first year of them going to Saudi Arabia, had a event total of not almost ninety thousand people. Yeah. Um. Yep. About nine hundred thousand people. Almost hundred. Almost a hundred thousand. Ninety. Uh, my fault. Go ahead. What'd you say? I said
2: almost ninety.
0: Yeah. Um. Uh, so the second year was twenty nineteen. They ran that at the King Fod International, um, which holds um, again sixty. Um, they just ran one event in twenty nineteen. Oh no, I'm A sorry. Total, so um, the so the second crown jewel and then Super Showdown that was their two events in twenty nineteen. Their only event in twenty eighteen was the first crown jewel. Twenty twenty, they did Super Showdown. 2021 they did another crown jewel and then they did elimination chamber in 2022 they've they've had up to they've sold out basically almost 300,000 almost 300,000 seats in Saudi Arabia plus whatever they eventually ended up adding for overflow
2: not to mention the fact that they got paid 50 million just to go yep you're gonna give me 50 mil to go and you're gonna let me get the seats. This ain't like this ain't like the Korean show that they talked about and uh when WCW did, because they gave those shows away. They paid WCW to come, but they kept but Korea kept the money on that. So as far as the seats are concerned, they just broke people out, said, Hey, uh, you know, hey, Guys, come come check out this wrestling and call it a day. WWE got paid fifty million dollars and they get the seats and yeah. That's why again it's hard to turn that money down if I'm getting ten grand to show here and I can go make fifty or a hundred or more overseas. True, 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 true yeah I'm taking that bag every every time I'm taking
0: that bag every time I'm gonna say a lot of people a lot of people definitely would um but okay so let's let's go on to the next match which was the women's elimination chamber um you had Alexa Bliss versus Dewdrop versus Liv Morgan versus Nikki um ASH and Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair um so going into this match i Personally, I had Bianca Belair winning, but that's just because of the fantasy, the the fantasy booking that I had in my head, um, which was this year long storyline between Becky and Bianca, ironically. And, um, the match was good. Tons of violence ran about 15, almost 16 minutes. um. I liked Drop in this match I, I liked what they did with Dewdrop. She she proved to be a powerhouse in this match And even though I fucking hate That they call her Doudrop, um, This is actually the first time I've ever acknowledged her by that name I normally call her Piper Niven Because I, I hate that name so much um, I, I, Drop impressed me in this match um, I like Liv Morgan's outfit I cannot think of what she was doing but I've seen Britney that, Spears. Britney Spears. That's what it was. Okay, I was like, hold on. I'm like, I know, I know. She, she, she did something there. Um, low key, Rhea Ripley out here getting dummy thick. So, I, I've been seeing her on, on Twitter. She, she, she low key out here. Um, and yeah, Bianca won. It was a, it was a good match. It, it, it was, it was good. Again, like I think Elimination Chamber is really one of these shows where the matches probably won't be like spectacular, but every, but they're going to do their numbers. But again, that's my opinion. Uh, what did y'all think about the women's elimination chamber match? You want to go or you want me to go? All
1: right. Well, um, I I liked it. I enjoyed it. It got the job done. You know, everybody wants to keep complaining about long-term storytelling. Uh, here's your long-term story, even though a year, for my opinion, is not long-term. But hey, whatever. Um Bianca did what she needed to do. You got Rhea being dominant. Um a show little signs of live and then do drop. So, you know, I, I liked it. And like I said, it it um oh and bliss. Alexa Bliss too. She came back.
0: Mm-hmm. Um
1: and you know, I I enjoyed seeing the ladies be able to now it's not just t shirts. You know, they, they have their own gear, but it's just stretched out to cover everybody. I mean, I, I understand that, you know, a lot of people don't like it, but, you know, it, you, you're not everybody's culture. So, you know, you got to respect everybody's culture. But I say that, and um, I enjoyed it. You know, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, I got the job done, and now we get... Becky, Bianca. And I know that's going to be a banger.
2: I know it. So, a couple of things. I would like to first start by saying, what did I tell you? all going to happen. Remember, cool. I picked Bianca to win the Rumble. Because one, I didn't because one, I didn't know that Rhonda was coming back. Right, I called myself ignorant on that one. Um, but I, I said Bianca would face Becky, and y'all were like, whoa, why would she face Becky?" Because you know, blah 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 blah. Like, yo, just trust me. This is where the storyline is going. Um, and y'all was kind of like, "Yeah, whatever. We're gonna pick other people like Ronda Rousey or." Liv Morgan or blah. Cool. So Ronda wins and Ron. Well, what's yeah. gonna happen with Becky? Bianca's that doesn't make any sense, Rob. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Bianca wins, and she's gonna face Becky. I'd like it to be on the record that I called this but even more so the match itself I, I do. I will admit that the match was pretty good it was pretty predictable um, there were points where I was I don't think that I get it women should be able to, to, to work in whatever environment and do all the stuff the guys do but there's a recklessness that comes with matches like this that I don't think people are comfortable with. And I think that I'm comfortable. I would say, go back and mention and bring up what happened in AEW. I don't need to see a bloodbath between women.
0: Only the, like if you like that it has to be
2: huge. Like it has to be. It has to be the last one. We're never gonna see it again because it is again to it. I, but I think that that kind of viciousness.
0: And I would say the same thing for guys.
2: That that type of viciousness and that type of uh violence. Should be reserved and only for, for special moments. You know what I'm saying. So when you're watching these women, and to your credit, uh, Piper Niven's, aka Do Drop, was probably the smoothest person. That's... She more she she was comfortable. She was cool with the spot she had to take because. Let's call it. She was the fluffy one in the match. Gonna be the one who. She was gonna be the one who could take a bump or protect somebody taking a bump, and and not you know severely hurt. When Liv, Liv got slammed on that uh on that whatever that walk that it used to be a metal walkway, I guess they put. uh... Cork board down now or some sort of wood yeah. so that it's a little bit more solid. Um but she took a bump on that and she just ah like she you could tell she felt it you know what I'm saying and yeah she's gotten really good at selling her and selling but you could also tell when something really fucking hurt and she didn't know. You know what I'm saying? So that's what so that's what that's what I'm seeing in, in this match. So I'm seeing, you know, some women. I'm seeing people, I've seen timing off in certain situations. Love her, but Bianca had her had her timing off on a couple of different things. You could tell where she's counting her steps and somebody's supposed to be here when when I do this and I have to, you know, do XYZ before I before I get to it same thing uh, it was the same some of the same stuff I was seeing Naomi do in the tag match that we'll get to Um, overall
0: but I don't need to see women's elimination chamber matches
2: I think we can do better than that and again I think it helps that we're seeing them in matches like this because it still it lets us know hey we're not dealing with the Divas era anymore but Let's also take a look at what they're doing in NXT and who they plan on bringing up. I did not know uh, Lash LaRue or whatever the hell that chick's name is. It's like 6'9. Uh,
1: Lash Legend. Yes, sir.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you that? That was a
2: great colleague hey, hey. and Rey Mysterio. <laughs> Yo. Ain't no Say wrong it. climbing trees. I didn't know baby. she was that. I dude. I I women that are. My she's in, for, she's in, a former basketball I don't care. You don't see six nine basketball women. <laughs> <laughs> she's
0: like
2: six six seven. Her and Lisa Leslie.
0: No, <laughs> man, don't do that. That's the bro. That's the bro. <laughs> you say that
2: oh i hate you yes. so much <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. what i'm saying is this I, i'm glad you know it's cool that you could you can see them performing in this type of but, but i don't want to see this often and you can call me jeette like that I don't think that I'm not saying that again women can't perform in these matches I'm saying that one of two things: either they didn't get an opportunity to really work for the match, or the person that was uh, the person that was producing their match did not work with them on the stuff that they were supposed to.
0: Tell <laughs> there was some hesitation
2: in the number of things that they did before they got to the
0: finish. But do you think you know that that's a, do you think so, that that's a, a de- do you think that's a detriment from the WWE style? Because, like again, they um, people call the WWE style cookie cutter because it is like a you have to be in a specific place at a specific time for certain moves. And I understand, again, you you being a former wrestler, that's all like wrestling. that. There, yeah, that's how I feel. Like, like that's wrestling in general. But I feel like there was a point in time where if you weren't in that spot, like. The, the wrestlers were able to freestyle a little bit more in order to not make it so obvious. You get what I'm saying? Like, like, am I off base? I get what you... A little bit. Uh, you are a little bit off base.
2: Because again, the purpose of a match and again, and I could be, you know, kind of scenes away, is a match... Uh, the, the There's a reason that they use dance terminology when you're talking about wrestling. why why they say things like choreography right because certain because if you're going to be doing if you're going to do high spots and stuff like that you have to be in a certain place to in order for it to work if you're going to do these awe inspiring oh I'm going to triple jump and and ropes and and, any number of these things there's timing involved there's spacing involved you have to be able to. Do, your account has to be right, or this can go horribly wrong. You know what I'm saying? So there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with being cookie cutter. WWE, the and, and y- y'all can hate me later after I say it. one of the
0: two
2: people who will go down as the greatest WWE wrestlers, the WWE style wrestlers. The two greatest ever? Hulk Hogan and The Miz. What? Hulk Hogan and The Miz. WWE style wrestlers. Why? They work very clean and very crisp in that arena. They know how to work. They know where to be. To be timing the whole night, they can sell big, all of that, all of the stuff that you associate with a WWE style. They did perfectly. Hogan went to WC, brought the WWE style there, and he looked off. If Miz went to AEW, he will look off, you know what I'm saying. So I'm not saying that they're the greatest that the WWE has ever had. That that single handedly belongs to Sean, followed by Bret Hart, and then followed by a number of other people. But as far as what I think of when I see when I hear WWE style, those are the two people that I think of. John Cena. There you go. Um because That's what he, I was about to say, but, like, but, wait, what? But here's the thing with Cena. Cena doesn't work as clean as the Miz does. Cena, you could tell, still counts in his head. Miz doesn't count. Miz isn't counting anymore. He's not counting. you exactly saying,
1: like, so the Miz knows exactly... <laughs>
0: He's got it down. I'm, I'm saying perfect. so. You're saying like the Miz. I got you. Like like you're saying like the Miz. Like basically, is like and when the moment he steps in that ring, he's in perfect rhythm. Like 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 exactly. uh, like he's a he's a he's a uh, what's the word I'm looking for like a like a like a ring general basically like he's like okay boom boom no. boom no, no, boom no, 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 boom. No. I wouldn't call him a ring general. In the WWE style, he would
2: be. Yeah, absolutely, and and no greater and there's no greater compliment than that than what you saw him do with Bad Bunny. <clears throat> he guided him to a pretty decent match. Not he not not guided him. He he literally brought him along. All right, this is what we're gonna do. Him and John Morrison had a fantastic match with Bad Bunny. You know what I'm saying, yeah. Yep. They they had a fantastic match. And the and Bad Bunny said, like, yo, you know, me working with with the Miz is what got me ready. That's that's what put me in this position. You know what I'm saying? So we're not gonna sit here and take that away from him at all. Um, but that when I think of that style. And hearing, you know, the WWE style of wrestling, they want you to work in a way where you won't miss time with us. It's a safer way of working. That I, that was a long way about, going, uh, about getting to that point, but that's exactly what it is. They want you to never have to worry about, hey, am I going to miss time? Am I going to miss time because XYZ happened? Think about how often people are hurt in, in the scope of things. Let, let's be realistic about this. After the 90s, think about how hurt WWE wrestlers are versus everybody else. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean and, and I don't mean in a sense of, oh man, you know, catastrophic injuries happen from time to time. We get that. we get the catastrophic injuries happen from time to time. But even in those even in those rare situations, most times it's it's no it's the, you're not dealing with guys who are who are going to miss a ton of time. Okay, hold on. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and that's that's one of the that's one of the beauties if not the greatest thing that you'll see with the WWE style of wrestling.
0: You know what, I understand, you, hey,
1: you know what? And that's a good segue to... Uh... Go ahead. Go ahead, Wayne.
0: No, I about to say, like, um, the, the next match on the card was Ronda Rousey and Naomi versus Charlotte Flair and Sonya Deville. And the stipulation behind this match was Ronda Rousey had to wrestle with one arm tied behind her back. Um, one of y'all want to jump this off and, you know, talk about the match. Talk about yeah. how you... Talk about your thoughts. You
1: know, it, it did. It it did what it had to do. You know, so you, Rhonda had to get one arm tied behind her back because Sonya was hurt, quote unquote. Come to find out that, you know, as soon as the match started, Sonya took her cast off. So she you know, she she was she was playing the whole time. But um I I enjoyed it. I mean, yeah, it, it is what it is. You know, you can't, um, you're never going to get five star, you know, whatever from, um, you, you know, you're not going to get a five star bell to bell amazing match from everybody. But will I say that, you know, that match is terrible? No. And, you know, I, I honestly think that Sonya is the first openly gay woman to perform in Saudi Arabia. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, I
2: don't know about that. Maybe I'm wrong. Didn't Shayna Baszler perform? Didn't she wrestle there a couple years ago? Did she? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'm near certain that Sonya or that, that, uh, that Shayna... Uh,
0: fault there. Was it during the time when NXT was like on on the same same level as Raw SmackDown? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thanks for the
0: hook. Uh, I don't, know.
2: Oh, I don't know. Like I said, that, that, that might not... Again, not not 100% certain on that. But you also got to take into consideration a number of these women uh, a number of these women are openly gay. They just don't address it on television like that. Yeah. So anyway, I'm
1: I'm, ha- I'm happy. You know, we we got a little tease with Charlotte and Rhonda. You know, and then we got hopefully Naomi and uh, Sonia. That's done. They've been going for forever. Hopefully, that's done, and Naomi can move on. But
0: uh, the thing is, they dropped Naomi solo like. Naomi is a, a two time SmackDown Women's Champion, like, and I don't think she's ever going to get to the point where she's Women's Champion again, and that low key kind of hurts my heart because, like, I, I, really, I think she will. I think Naomi's really talented.
1: Yeah, I think she. I think they will. Because um, I mean, honestly, what after after Charlotte and Ronda, you know, that match. That Naomi Charlotte match was fantastic on SmackDown. If y'all ain't watched it, you need to watch it. You haven't seen it yet. No man, watch it. They did their thing, so I mean, there's there's magic
0: there. You you can do something there. Um, it's just it's just will they that that that's really what it you can it's just will they. Yeah. Um, but Rob, what are your thoughts on the match? Uh, the
2: tag match was I guess you could call a good filler I think that would that would be the good you with us? it did
1: yeah it, it did you know it did its thing it did what it has to do I know I say that a lot but cause but, that, but what that's what this show,
0: show that's what this show is it's a B show so it's pretty much a show of it did what it had to do um Speaking of it, it, did what it had to do. Drew McIntyre versus Mad Cat Moss. I don't think the 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 winner of this match was in question. I don't think anybody oh, thought oh. the match. My bad. My thing. My my thing dropped out for a second. I ain't gonna get
2: cut off. Um, my <laughs> <laughs> the, my issue with my issue with that match, be sure or not. There's still a professionalism that you're supposed to bring to it. That's like saying, "Oh, don't go out and give you all in a in a house in a house show because it's not on TV." Uh, one of the things that one of the thing one of the sayings that was that was very prominent in the promotion that I was uh, that I wrestled with was, "Don't give away what we can sell," right? But here's the thing: whenever I'm performing, whenever I'm whenever I'm in front of somebody who's paid for a ticket I'm supposed to go out there and do my best I'm supposed to go out there and perform at my highest level and like I said call call me terrible for saying it but you know we gotta gotta admit the fact that while Naomi Naomi was at one point the only person that we was kind of like yeah Naomi let's root for her um, the problem was I mean the problem is she pro- was still kind of green to a lot of stuff and on this particular night again I'm watching her uh, jumps on the second rope and springboards off and you know kicks you in the head well, I'm watching her do this and I'm watching how slow paced it is. I'm like, nah, baby girl, you gotta move a little quicker than this. <laughs> Cause it was like Charlotte was waiting for her at some point. And that's not. You you going out. I'm still here. Look okay. up. <laughs> um but yeah, so so, so that's my so that was my my beef with that match overall. Like, yeah, you get Ronda and Ghee. Clearly, she's probably still cutting weight. So, her going to wrestle there versus what she wore at the Royal Rumble, you know, is still hiding maybe a little bit of baby weight. Is what it is. Um, so that that wasn't my concern, but having that one arm behind your back junk. What good is it going to do other than you proving how dominant she is as a legitimate athlete against women that, you know, well, let me take that back. Sonya Deville actually did a little bit of MMA, if I'm not mistaken, right? Mm-hmm. She did a little bit. Yeah. So with the exception of her, <laughs> so you've got two people who have who gotten legitimate fist fights and then a cheerleader and a gymnast. Yep. And you said, yeah, Olympian. Go in there and kick ass with your arm tied behind your back.
0: Olympian.
2: She's she's a bronze medal winning Olympian. Not to mention the fact she's also a former long reigning UFC women's bantamweight champ. Yep. You know what I'm saying? She's in the UFC Hall of Fame for punching niggas in the mouth. So, you know, yeah, yeah, I expect for her to go in there with her arm tied behind her back and judo flip niggas and kick them in the head and do all of the stuff that she's supposed to do. So, again, it was a match that you saw, you knew the outcome of it before it went there. I'm, a, I'm always a fan of matches where I don't know what's gonna happen like I'm that's that's the kind of wrestling fan I am I don't like the fact that it's becoming so easy for me to pick how a match is gonna go and to call a match how it's gonna go now it's one thing for me to call a match and it goes the way that I expect it to go because I'm thinking of it from a this is what would sell and this is how I move this story along position versus this person is going to win because that's just what it's going to be. I like the first one more. And if they change it and somebody it comes out on top different. Last time I was su- last time I was surprised in a match was Brock Lesnar, you know, killing the streak. Because we yeah. didn't expect it to happen. I'm like, yo, yeah, you know, this is just a foregone conclusion. They built that so well. He's like, yeah, you know, we know that he's gonna we know that he's gonna get it. So but I, yeah,
0: I, I, I love Brock Lesnar versus the Undertaker in the early two thousands. That was always like a highlight of mine. Especially like whenever I played like oh, Here Comes the Pain. That was always a match that I played so that was like, to that like to to see Brock in Taker Streak Jaw Dropper. Speaking of speaking of Undertaker quick segue that we could definitely throw up in here um um, a quick topic that we could just you know kind of talk about very briefly before we move on to the next match um which again i kind of already buried the lead on but the undertaker is going to go to the hall of fame the undertaker is finally going to go into the hall of fame now my question is do you think it's going to be undertaker as like Normal in a suit, walking up there, headband, American badass style? Or do you think it's going to be like a theatrical, dead man, Undertaker type of introduction?
1: I think it's going to be Mark Calloway. I was about to say the same thing. I was about to say the exact same
2: thing. It's going to be Mark Calloway. Because he, he's going to probably come out there in Undertaker gear. It's Mark Calloway because there was he he talked about for a while that there was a point where he considered never accepting that because he didn't want he he wanted to die in character. You know what I'm saying? He wanted to take the character to the grave. But hold on one second, fellas.
1: but, but you know, for, for me, I think, uh, of course, it's well-deserved, you know.
0: This is one of the
2: no-brainers. Um,
1: do I feel like it's – go ahead.
2: My bad. Uh, like I said, at the end of the day, you know, again, Mark Calloway, uh, the, he didn't want to do it, but then they do the – The AJ stuff and then you start seeing and he doesn't even just kind of like poke his head through the door he literally kicks the door off the hinges and next thing you know he's Mark Calloway everywhere he's showing up on uh, uh, Jimmy Fallon he's showing up on uh, you know college football today he's showing up in documentaries he's doing Netflix movies with the new day he literally shifted everything that he had been doing to protect The Undertaker and then just like, yeah, I'm Mark Ketloway and I'm The Undertaker. Welcome to Jackass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, him doing... So, him... So, now the, the reality of him giving a Hall of Fame speech means that he, we don't have to listen to him do the... And now my... No, he's going to get up there and he's going to thank his wife and he's going to thank Vince and he's going to piss Vince off that he thanked him. But he's the only one that can get away with it. And if Kane doesn't induct him, it's going to be Vince. Because Paul Bearer's gone. It better be Kane. It's got to be Kane. (laughs) No, because the person it should be should be Vince. And the only person Vince has put in it's Stone Cold Steve Austin.
0: It's gotta be Kane. You
2: it's gotta it. be Vince. Because Vince... Hey, Vince cried on camera over The Undertaker.
1: So, yeah, man. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be Mark.
0: He's gonna quit yeah. out there. He, he, he might do the eye roll, but... Is it Paul's worthy Is it Paul's worthy To say that Like The Undertaker Is like Vince's baby The character Yes uh,
2: It's his greatest creation It's Vin- his greatest creation Yeah Yeah Yeah
1: My greatest opinion life. You But that's thing the problem. The Undertaker Is Vince's greatest creation
2: I mean it, it, that's, And that's and, and opinions are like assholes, bro <laughs> Everybody's got one Here's my thing you have to, I can't say that that's Vince's greatest creation. You know what I'm saying? One, Vince came up with Kane.
0: Vince that, got, got, and, that's and, gotta be, Kane. That's and I don't gotta care be what, Kane.
2: And I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> Crucify me if you want to. I can back it all up with evidence. Kane overall had more impact as a character and in matches than The Undertaker did.
0: I need I need evidence on this one.
1: Man, Vince ain't man. Hey, look. I need Um, evidence. For for somebody who is the way you are, you know Vince. You know Vince
0: took that from somebody
2: else. No, he took it from The Undertaker. He literally remade The Undertaker.
0: From Kane the Undertaker to just the Undertaker. And then they took the name and and fucking what's his name? Um, Um um brother love um brother love what Bruce is his Pritchard. real name Bruce, Bruce Pritchard Yeah Bruce Pritchard um loved the name Kane so much I think he even named his son Kane um he loved the name Kane so much that he wanted to put the name Kane to a character So at first they was about to have Kane out here like with this with this cape on and shit like that and then that's when Jim Cornette stepped into the room with Vince and and Bruce Pritchard and was talking about um like no nah, let's like let's make it like all like super scary and demonic and shit like that then that's when they came up with the with the old mid-south gimmick of ripping off the um ripping off or it was either old mid-south or old wwwf one of them i can't remember but um um ripping off the 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 door from from the cage um that would have been mid-south thing mid-south Mid- okay um, yeah, ripping the, the the door off the cage, and just the the whole presentation of Kane. So, t- to a certain extent, I understand what you mean, but I feel like the Undertaker's the his his legacy, his his impact. Like 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 wait like, wait like 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 wait hold on real quick. Like with Kane, the, the the difference between Undertaker and Kane. They took the bloom off the rose with Kane too fast. They started having him talk with that damn that damn voice box they turned Kane into a comical character whereas when Kane first came out he was purely out for blood and if you stood like I still have the the image of in my head of those of those that Monday Night Raw and I think it was a couple of them it may have been one but I could have swore it was more than one of him and the Undertaker just walking down the aisle it's a match in the ring choke slamming them beating their ass real quick and then walking the fuck out and doing it match after match after match just that overall original aura that Kane had when they took the mask off and started having him do all that extra dumb shit that's where I feel like Vince spoiled the creation so I feel like through longevity that's why The Undertaker is overall a better creation from Vince than Kane okay are you done? (sighs) yes yes
2: <clears throat> so <clears throat> the, Undertaker Undertaker the Undertaker when he started showing up once a year and especially in those last six or seven years if you wanted to solidify The Undertaker as the greatest gimmick of all time then The Undertaker should have stopped in 2000 and should have stopped in 2005 that's after uh, American Badass which let's be real breathed some life into it and right around the time that he was going back to being the dead man because shortly after 2005 the Undertaker started showing up less and less due to mounting injuries that this dude let's be real he's six foot he like 10. SmackDown
0: monster undertaker 0607 he's, world heavyweight champion undertaker he's what? 6
2: he's 6'9 six, 6'10 six, he was built to be a basketball player he puts on all of this weight as a wrestler and his his joints just couldn't handle it so 2005 was probably 2005 2006 was probably around the last time that he was relevant as a as a gimmick and
0: a character. Oh, I love, to, I love that's, SmackDown that's, Undertaker. I love SmackDown. That's not Matt to Undertaker. say,
2: that's not to say that he didn't give us classic matches after that. However, the thing that I always stand on is this: the classic matches that the Undertaker has had, he didn't lead, and they. He not only did he not lead them, his dad's partner was probably the reason the match was so great. Clear your minds. Name the first one that comes to mind the greatest Undertaker match you've ever seen. Go. God, Michael.
0: God damn it. Shawn Michaels. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll mess you up again. Clear your heads. Second greatest Undertaker match ever. Go. Yeah. Shawn Michaels. <laughs> Rick,
0: I was, was, was going to say Rick the, Blair. The first two are Shawn Michaels. After that, they're Triple H. What After about Ric Flair? I, I wouldn't re-watch that match. Him and Ric Flair you know had, a, had a damn good match. No, you don't because Ric Flair was still trying to figure
2: out who Ric Flair was in that match. So the first two are, are Shawn Michaels. The next three are Triple H. You going to even count Ma- 17 over Ric Flair? Kane matches were great matches. Um,
0: this.
2: you don't have to You it, Brock Lesnar's match again the, the streak breaking match that match was fantastic hell the SummerSlam match where them niggas botched and laughed at each other great match it was, it was a good match not great match it was a good match it was a good two and a half three star match but still a good match now think about this for 30 years Yeah, And those are the matches
0: that you think of. That's true. Again, Ric Flair at 18, I definitely Dude, put that over. You can, no. you can no. argue whatever no. you want no. to. No. No. Argue,
2: argue whatever you want to. If you want to put a Ric Flair match in there, that's fine. But that's adding one match in a 30-year career in
0: WWE. I'd also throw because in it, the Punk match. But again, you're right that that was because of Punk but you name one from WCW that was great as as me Mark Halloway
2: yeah Hmm. you can't don't even try I'm thinking like (laughs) (laughs) and again (laughs) his his gimmick now now understand his gimmick oh yeah he was a skyscraper the skyscrapers were ass what say the same thing about Sting he was a he was, yeah. Yeah, he, you know, it is what it is. He was a tag team partner of the Ultimate Warrior. And now he's Sting.
0: We will not, we will not, we will well, not compare. They is, were Blade Runners. We will not compare the greatest yeah. of Sting to, to the Ultimate Warrior. Uh, May he absolutely
2: will Because he was
0: a Blade Runner with him, and, they, and everybody says the same thing. They
2: were both trash. It wasn't just oh the under- the Ultra warrior was trash or the dingo warrior was trash. No, both of them niggas was trash.
0: Sting was amazing. He was he was a part of my childhood. He
2: was he was amazing after the fact, and he was then only marginally good.
0: I grew up on that red and M- blue N.W.O. Sting. Okay, I
2: don't I don't give a shit. I'm speaking You're from experience. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> I'm speaking from experience. <laughs> So but back to what I was saying. At the end of the day, his gimmick is par excellence. Let's let's call it what it is. That man lived his gimmick 24/7 for 20 of his 30 years. For 20 of his 30 years, he wore black everywhere. He didn't go to autograph signings. He wasn't doing fucking Oh, Make a wish meetings. Nothing. When you saw him, he was in black, and you thought he was out to murder people.
0: That's what you thought of him. He tried to embalm Steve Austin. What are we doing here? Again, I'm, I'm giving you,
2: I'm giving you the truth. So here's the problem. At the end of the day, he lived. He was par excellence. He showed up in what 80 and well, 90 correct survivor series of 1990 looking the lazy sushi guy. Um, not so from 1990 to hell 1990 to 2005, I won't even give him to 2010, but from 1990 to 2005, that 15 year run. His his gimmick was was second to none. His gimmick work was second to none.
0: You know what I'm saying? But at some point, again, the gimmick breaks down. So I'm gonna ask you one more time. You did not like Hyper Taker. And he loved because he knew, because he under cause he knew
2: <laughs> that bullshit. <laughs> we are
0: not, not, not gonna sit up here and fucking disrespect Hybrid Taker. We're not gonna do that. I loved Hybrid Taker. I loved <laughs> I love Undertaker versus Mark Henry. I loved yeah. like Undertaker trying to fucking carry the Great Khali's stiff ass. Like we are not doing that.
1: Yeah, t- 2000, 2005 was a little too too uh, too soon. I'll give you ten, maybe twelve. Thank
0: you. That's when what I'm street, saying, When the like... streak
1: ended, when the streak ended, I'll, I'll give you that. That's, That's what I'm
0: thinking well. he gotta be like he he over here like I'm like no no we're not doing this we are not <laughs> doing that no two,
1: two, two years before the streak ended I think it should have been done at that punk match at the punk match
0: that, that should have been done like at like or literally or like at the fucking Roman Reigns match at the Roman Reigns match let him go out and you still keep the the, the aura of the Undertaker He the one who wanted to fucking come back for Saudi Arabia. Exactly. You need to go ahead and end that shit. Um, but I'm I'm trying to wait for Rob to come back so before we we keep on going with um the the pay-per-view. I don't know if like his connection kicked him out or or what, but um the connection he was talking about bullshit, so that's that cut him off talking about some talking how dare like when you listen to this Rob like did this little section that you got cut off on I want you to how dare you say 2005 Undertaker I loved Smackdown Undertaker like Undertaker when he was on god damn it I'm glad you brought your ass back because you about to catch all this how dare you how dare you disrespect the hybrid Undertaker. How I heard, dare you? I heard, I heard oh. the whole time. I heard
2: the whole time. And here's what I got to say. I will disrespect dare you. whomever I feel like, whenever I feel like because I can back it up. At the end of the day, y'all can sit here and talk about, oh, he was he was doing this and he was doing that. And maybe punk match. And maybe at this, the Undertaker should have been done in 2005. That's y'all's problem. It's fans like you, Wayman, no, no, yes. No. It's fans like you that see these, they see these nostalgia acts, these people that you grew up watching, that you swear up and down, oh yeah, they should still be doing this. No, the hell they shouldn't.
0: They I, I, okay, I'm they look, I'm not. I'm not somebody that's like, oh Goldberg should still be doing this. Low key, I don't even think Ed should still be doing this. CM Punk, yes, we don't need to talk about that. And CM then Punk when it's came- not. And then when it came yes, he does. And then when it came to the to the Undertaker, when he came to the Undertaker, I thought after a while, yes, the Undertaker definitely needed to, you know, slow it the fuck down because it wasn't getting the same. But how much slower do you get than one match a year? That again, at that point, yes, at that point, I felt like he needed to he needed to he needed not to come back. Like, how can I put it? Like when when the the build was amazing, like up until the the Brock Lesnar match, that or even the CM Punk match, that fucking build up was amazing. Like when they had a good build up, that was cool. But like I said, the Saudi Arabia matches is where it fucked up for me. If he would have left after the match with Roman, he would have left off on an amazing legacy. Just like if Rick, Ric Flair would have never went to TNA and did that dumbass shit, which. I'm glad he did because we got that epic promo between him and Jay Lethal. He would have low-key kind of went off to the stars after the Shawn Michaels match. He was just shitty that the WWE told him, basically, don't go out there and do shit. Let Shawn lead this. He's going to carry you to a five-star match.
2: Actually, Shawn, Shawn, Rick came to Shawn and was like, man, I don't know what to do. And Shawn told him, don't worry about it. I got you. Just show up.
0: So, so Sean's the one that pissed off yes, I went
2: no he didn't piss him off Rick went to Sean and told Sean I don't know what we can do for this match and Sean said don't worry about it I got you Rick has gone on record saying Sean went out there and wrestled himself that's that's the thing so people, so Rick Flair got pissed off because he had to be an ambassador from that point and he didn't want to go out and be an ambassador and not wrestle. He wanted the option to be able to still wrestle. And Vince told his ass to sit down. He's like, nope, I'm not going to go sit down. I'm going to go wrestle Hulk Hogan's broke back ass and broke hip ass. And that's what you got.
0: Hey, we got again, we got the epic Jay Lethal promo. So I was happy about that. Not that's my enough. Line. Not enough. It's my line. But just <laughs> like with.
2: But ju- but as but just like with Ric Flair's broken down, I can't walk away from this jump. here's the problem with The Undertaker and how he killed his legacy, in my eyes. One, he decided to come back year after year for matches that didn't matter. Yeah, we're, we're going to do one match a year, and I'm going to go into rehab and go back out hurt again. Nigga, you can't heal in a year?
0: That's a, big, that's, a big that's a I, big name.
1: That's again. Near.
2: I spoke to it when I first started saying this. He was built to be a basketball player, and then he decided to blow up to three hundred plus pounds of muscle. Yes, wrecked his wrecked his joints. Not to mention the fact doing ignorant stuff like oh, I don't know, landing on the non-existent ass you have, and <laughs> night after night, and doing drop kicks and jumping over top ropes. Onto the floor. Stop doing
0: it. Which was an amazing spot, by the way. Every single time. It was like he was floating in air. Floating.
2: Until he landed landed on his head. And (sighs) damn near died.
0: And damn near died. Shit. (laughs)
2: So,
0: so as I was saying. As I was saying. At the end of the day. Still the greatest match of all time. Fuck, I'm going to go watch. Damn it, I want to watch that now. (sighs) As I was saying. again all of these
2: are opinions there only happens to be one that holds truth to it that is not wrapped up in emotion I give credit where credit is due he is by far he is number one the most consistent WWE superstar in history period he got there in 90 and was like yo I'm rocking with y'all forever and 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 has consistently rocked with them. I ain't thinking about AEW. I wasn't thinking about WCW. I wasn't thinking about ECW. I don't want to go nowhere but here. I, I'm at the cool kids table, and I'm going to ride this thing out. Not I only did he do I that, would
0: love to see Taker in Japan.
2: Not and again that when they were doing that's the thing when they were doing the swaps with New Japan, he went. Taker was you know in they- New Japan. When they were doing the talent swap, yes, he was going to do shows over there. What? He was wrestling WWE guys, but you know, hey, it is what it is. <laughs> anyway, um, again, his gimmick work par excellence. There, there's not many other people you will find that you can say, "Hey, this guy did outstanding work." And it, he stayed to his gimmick, so he, so that's what he did. He stayed to his gimmick, um, and it was hard to differentiate who Mark Calloway was from the Undertaker if you walked up on him. So those things are great, but he stayed too long because big guys should just walk away after a while. Andre wrestled for twenty, for almost twenty years. Andre did. And Andre wrestled up until he could not move. If Andre would have gave him 10 years and went not got the surgery done, which was available to him at the time, Andre would still be alive today. The Big Show got the surgery, stopped his growth, decided to start losing weight. He's doing all the things to try and stay around and be alive. Hey, I know I can't move in the ring like I used to, so I'm not going to try. Same thing with Mark Henry. But at some point, these guys, you know, because you start looking at the longevity of your life. I'm a football fan. Do you know that Barry Sanders played less than 10 years?
0: Yep. Nine seasons, exactly.
2: He was like, yo, I'm done. Why are you done? You've not won a Super Bowl. You've not done this. You've not done that. Yeah, I want to be able to walk. And guess what? Niggas that was playing around the same time he was. Not everybody walking. True. So when you're when you're this when you're this size, yeah, the Undertaker's gimmick was perfect through the night. He was able to reinvent himself and be and do all of these things and be these things to these people that he that he was as he crossed over into two thousands and things started to literally change. Two thousand five should have been when he was like, all right, y'all, it's been a blast. I'll be an ambassador. I'll go around and do blah 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 blah. I'll help you guys scout talent if I want, if I got to, but I'm done. He would be the greatest ever. He would be the greatest ever.
0: I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Um, so we do have to keep going um, with the with the elimination chamber though, uh, just really quick. Um, so Drew McIntyre versus Madcap Moss in the trash foster. Skip, Skip. Okay. Oh uh, man all right though. Exactly, Did you see that spot?
2: He, he pretty much died in that match. Oh my god!
1: But go ahead. But that was. Let's go. But
2: that was his. That was his fault. He was. He was trying to do more than what he should have. He. I guess he thought he was gonna flip himself. Mm-hmm. And you're just supposed to be flat. He. He damn near exactly. took himself out. Exactly. He was about to be. He almost drives himself.
0: Damn! Crazy hell. Um, keep going. Lynch, let's go. Becky Lynch versus Lita. Um, again, a pretty predictable outcome. Yeah. Um, and then again, um, I, I guess you could say a surprise. Uh, just how they did it. Um, Brock, um, Brock, Bobby, AJ, Austin Theory. Um, well, yeah. Um, Brock, Bobby, AJ, Austin Theory, Riddle, Seth, and Seth Rollins um, in an Elimination Chamber match. Um and Brock Lesnar won. Um again, like the match, very brutal. Um the Bobby the Bobby Lashley like being being um unable to compete. That's the one that threw me off. Like I I didn't expect it, but I guess that is a way to keep Bobby strong and and you know go ahead with the WrestleMania match you all were planning from the very beginning but uh, DV, I think it was you um if not possibly Murph um but asked the question <clears throat> why did they even put the, the title on Bobby to begin with um, so if you wanted to kind of you know get your get your films off go ahead
1: no I honestly um, I, I didn't from from there's there's some reports there's a reporter that said that Lash has got surgery coming up, he's gonna be out about four months. So if that's the case, if he got hurt during the Bob, during the Brock match, then that's a legitimate way to put him out, but still keep him strong. Because I mean, honestly, if you look at it, if you think about it, Bobby ain't do no wrestling since that Brock match. Or or, or am I wrong?
0: Um, I believe so.
1: So, you know, he, he might have did something, but, you know, he, he he didn't perform. So it's starting to make sense. But now since you take him out, you take him out. So now he's if he's out, he's out. And now but when he comes back, he still has a legitimate gripe because he never got to compete for his championship. So, that's really the only way I can see why they did it that way. Um, Am I upset about it? No. I mean, you're going to get what you want to get anyway. You're going to get what you... You got your title for title match at WrestleMania. So,
0: I'm okay with it. And I double-checked... I double-checked cagematch.com. And yes, absolutely correct. Um, the his last match was um, when he beat um, Bobby when he beat Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble, and yeah, um, then it was the Elimination Chamber. Yeah. So if he if he didn't do anything physical, like I said,
1: there was a reporter reported he's going he's getting soldier surgery. So
0: there you go. You know. Yeah, because he, he was he was pretty active um through like up until up until that that Brock match like he had um, a couple of house show matches against Kofi Kingston. Um we had a a couple of he had a um he was in that fatal four way match on Monday Night Raw. That match against Seth Rollins They ended in a DQ. Um a couple of um, six men uh, how show matches with the new day, so you, you get what I'm saying. Like like he he was pretty active up into that match, and yeah, so that had to be where he definitely got hurt at. I hope you heal up soon, Bobby. For real, bro. Yeah, me too.
1: But going to the fucking match, dude. <laughs> the the way the way the Lesnar can move in the ring. Uh, it's the small it's the small things that get me. Like, why like he was uh, going around the pods and going around Bobby's pod and put an X on his pod and, you know, all the other, you know, subtle stuff that he can do in the ring. It's, like, he understands it and he gets it. He doesn't do, like we were talking about the whole Barry Sanders thing, the whole, you know, Undertaker thing. Brock Lesnar has slowed down so much that you're not gonna see him do no
0: moonsault you're not gonna see him do you know stuff that is you know, going he, he learned from that he learned from that at that Wrestlemania that was it he was like oh, i never do this shit again yeah not
1: but, true but he actually continued got to
2: do better.
0: That, that's said, the problem.
2: he actually did continue to do that in, in house shows so he was still popping because he, he did it to pop the boys that because he wanted to show them like yo all of this shit then, yeah I can actually do that and here's the problem: twenty years later, he can still fucking do a shooting star press. He clearly still has the hops to do it.
0: He just shouldn't. Why shouldn't he? The reason <clears throat> that's a that lot he, of
2: man. That's the, a lot the, of man.
0: The reason that he here's the problem because I've watched that match a thousand times. Brock Lesnar Boom. eats bricks, chops wood, and kills deer for breakfast. Yes, he does, and he, and then he butchers his own meat. Exactly. Brock Lesnar makes his own maple syrup. Do you know how difficult that is? Hey, man. He's a man's mind. You get me? Brock Lesnar doesn't grow beard. Doesn't grow a beard. The beard grows on Brock Lesnar. What are we doing here? Either way, shout out to, uh
1: to you know, we're getting off topic. My bad. Um, Here's
2: my... Hello? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, was out
0: here, I was just out here doing some, instead of some Chuck Norris facts, I was out here doing Brock Lesnar facts. Nah, I heard you. So, so here's my problem. So, here's, here's the thing. So, with Brock, he can still do all of that stuff. And
2: he can still do it to a high degree. The reason he failed when he did it that time was clearly because he was, he, <laughs> he knew he could do it. He just under rotated.
0: Think about but how wasn't far away wasn't Kurt was a little bit too far away too. That's a, he was, and and here's the thing:
2: people think that Brock fell short. He under rotated. He literally could have jumped over Kurt Angle from where he was. He under rotated, thinking he was going to hit Kurt too high because her because.
0: All right, there we go. My bad. Brock um, right, country people, by himself. I'm sorry.
2: Continue. People, people forget that Kurt Angle was
0: his neck was injured in that match. It was fucked up. It, it, it was it was garbage.
2: <laughs> yes. So Brock knew this and was trying to protect Kurt. So had he hit? Here's the shitty part. Had he hit the the, the damn uh, five star? That wouldn't have been the end of the match. Kirk was supposed to kick out of it. But as high, if you see where, where Brock ended up landing, he under rotated because he realized, it, like, holy shit, I'm going to land on Kirk's neck. And he ended up under rotating and, of course, giving himself a concussion
0: in the process. He was but not he still,
2: yeah, but he still would have if he'd have, if he'd have rotated properly, he would have landed on Kirk but it would have fucked up Kirk's neck more because he would have had to stretch his arms out so he'd end up catching an elbow to his neck as opposed to his his chest hitting his chest. So again, that's besides the fact. Kudos to Austin Theory for taking a fucking F five off the pod. Bobby, if Bobby's hurt, this is perfect. Protect Bobby, get him up out of there. Call it what it is. Oh, uh, but Brock's the only person since is the only person since Shayna Baszler, and I think him and Shayna are the only ones to do it that have run the ga- that have run the gauntlet. And eliminated everybody from the from the elimination chamber. Mm-hmm.
0: They're the only two. Yeah, um, I think so. Oh, so yeah. Why wrote. did they
2: Why did they do this? I don't think that I don't think that the, the I really don't think that the call was to take the strap off Bobby until they realized how hurt he was. Because if he has got to go for surgery, that was a last minute call. Because if that was the case, he wouldn't have won at the Rumble. You know what I'm saying? I, I um, think that's when he so got he, hurt. He's at the Rumble. Yeah. So if he got hurt at the Rumble, you know, this is perfect. Get the strap off of him or whatever. Now the problem is, well, this still feeds into my belief because this is a champion versus champion match, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, unless they change the stipulations, which I doubt they do, there'll be disqualification in this match. So nobody's switching titles. They're not gonna unify the title. I don't, I, I think, they're gonna
0: unify the titles. Be the to like that that that'd be the most bullshit way to end WrestleMania again. Or I'm just, I'm and I'm, 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 I'm you? Ooh. Ooh. that's gonna cool. piss a lot of people off. You said what? That's why that's why it's not the main event.
1: Oh, you think it's gonna be Saturday? Huh? You think it's gonna be Saturday?
2: No, it should be Sunday. But it's not going to be the main event.
1: Are you guys going to start it?
2: Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, well, wow. yeah, Brock, okay. Brock, Brock and Roman could definitely start Monday. Um, yes, and here's the thing: both of them have proven that they don't have a problem starting the show in these in these big shows. But Becky and Bianca is going to close one either either Sunday or either Saturday or Sunday. But think about it. Ronda's probably the bigger draw, so why not have Ronda and Charlotte close a night, and Becky and this is the, so. This is the first. This is the first time in history that you literally had an all-women's main event. Women close out both 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 nights.
0: That would be that would be amazing. <clears throat> Speaking of WrestleMania, um. These are the three matches so far um, in the WrestleMania triple threat match that we have here for the World Championship um, on BGCW between our World Champion, um, defending, reigning, undisputed BGCW World Heavyweight Champion. um, Again, the man who calls himself our sovereign, the realist. I I uh, call myself the sovereign I am, sir. um, The realist. The realist realist himself, Rob, then um, the man newly dubbed as the main event, DB, versus the man that needs no gimmick, Johnny Murph. Um, Three of the matches that they'll be picking between so far that, you know, have been locked in are Brock versus Roman, winner take all for the WWE Championship and Universal Championship. Then you have Charlotte versus Ronda for the SmackDown Women's Championship. And you have Becky versus Bianca for the Raw Women's Championship. So I will be facing Moody on the undercard for the World Television Championship. I will Winnie be... Belong. Wow. Okay. Again, you're one and two against me, Terry. Um, And then again, those three will be battling it out in the main event um, for said World Championship. I'm looking forward to WrestleMania. So are we gonna do it again like we did last year that we're going to pick for both nights and at the end of night two, you know, that's what that's what caused it, or are we sticking to one night?
1: No, nah, we can pick both nights. Yeah. Why would we pick one night? WrestleMania is WrestleMania. WrestleMania is two nights. So we're gonna be two nights.
0: I hate, I hate that it's two nights now. I really hate that it's too nice now. But I, again, I under, hey, it was fun as hell. No, go ahead. Go ahead no, no, no. Again, I understand why they did it though. But it, it <sighs> WrestleMania just feels like a, a one night big man event type of thing. But hey, you know. I'm not trying no. to beat it for five dollars.
2: Nope, not after uh, what what Mania was it that uh, Ronda that uh, when Becky beat Ronda was that that was mm-hmm. New Orleans, wasn't it?
0: Yeah,
2: 30, New, York. New York, 34, 35? It was in New York. Whenever, whenever it was, they were there, because Becky had to admit, she like, yo, she said, we were there, she said, we were the main event, and people were tired. She said, it was 1 o'clock in the morning when we left. Think about that. They, because that show gets, pre-show and actual show, they, it's forever. Pre-show is, Two out, two three hours long. Yeah. So yeah, make it make it two nights, man. Just call it a day. Make it two nights. Get the, that. Now you got a thirty minute pre show on one, a thirty minute pre show on another,
0: and
1: three yeah, hours of get show. A match three in hours of show a piece.
2: Let's go.
0: Three hours of show. Mm. I'm, I'm good. Good. But with these with these let's let's go ahead and and close it out um with these three matches with these three matches that we know about so far you two being in the main event um you two get um like what what are your what are your thoughts what are your feelings going into this main event all right go ahead i've
1: already
2: spoken about peace
1: yeah i mean we we've said it we've said it time and time again uh, I have nothing but respect for Rob. I have nothing of respect for Murph. But it's time. It's time for the main event to step into the spotlight where he's so uh where he's needed. You know, it's time. It is what it is. It's privacy. The privacy the has been fulfilled. It's time for me to take my reign.
0: Um, and with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, the thing that we do here always on BGTW is give you all our final thoughts. We give you all our final opinions on anything that we you know want to get off our chest, want to talk about. I'll go first. Um, I want to let you all know that I just found out that I am going to be a dad. Hey, don't new... do that. Don't
2: yeah. do that. Y'all do that together on something else, man. Don't bring. What? That we hey, are. Y'all do that on y'all show. Yeah, y'all do that on y'all show, man. Don't bring that over here. I knew you was about to say that,
0: man. I can share my news if I want to, man. Talk, talk that with y'all. Y'all do that together, man. Listen to me. Okay, 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 right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um. Okay. Let's see. Hmm. I'll just say this. Um. He was he was practicing that speech. I just told it. I know it. I was, I was, I was I know it? No, 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 no. I got it. I got it. I got it. Though. I got it. What I'll say is this, um, and this is completely something else. Um, The state of wrestling right now, I feel like, is in flux. And the reason why I would say that is because the product as a whole is, is not good, in my opinion. I feel like there's good matches out there. I feel like there's good in-betweens here and there, but I feel like as a whole, wrestling has just genuinely lost something. Like, um, I'm an avid listener of the Jim Cornette, um, you know, drive through and the Jim Cornette experience, like his couple of podcasts that he do. Um, And something he said is like, when you are a magician, you don't, Really, once you learn the magician's trick, the trick doesn't mean as much. Um, and I feel like the fact that the the trick has been revealed really has, as of recent years, because even, you know, going back to, like we were saying, early 2005 Undertaker, things like that, um, I feel like even though the, the, the bloom was off the rose, the, the, the magician's tricks had been revealed it was still, you know, something it, it was still something there that 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 kept you tuned in. Whereas now it's just it it's just it's just not good. It's just it's just to, to keep it simple, it's not good. Um and I and I hope one day that you know wrestling can get back to can get back to that sense of you know of of trying to you know put the 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 magicians um, secrets back into it that way, you know it can be more entertaining. But you know that's my little, that's my piece. Um, DB um, as the number one contender, it is on you. And Rob as our world champion, you'll close us out.
1: Um, I honestly, you know, is it, Black History Month, so shout out to all the Black people. Sex. Uh <laughs> I, <laughs> I can say that the state of, just just like for me, there, there's definitely growing that needs to happen, growing that, that everybody needs to just sit down and think and realize that not everybody's gonna have your idea of how the world works. So you have to be able to agree to disagree about certain things, but still need to be able to live amongst one another. Because it's too much negativity in the world. Um, I never said that you shouldn't have negativity. That's that's the yin and yang about the world. You know, that's the only the thing—the yin and yang about certain situations. You need that negative to be positive. But there, I do. I think the positive shit outweigh the negative, absolutely. But well, you know, I, I just think everybody needs to sit down and look at themselves in the mirror and realize that you're not the be-all end-all
2: thanks Oh, well, great segue into me because I am in fact the uh, end-all be-all
0: <laughs> <laughs> and,
2: and, and just just so you know just so you know how great of a person I am Wayman uh, I, I went through all of that and a part of me was like and when he gets to me I'm gonna drop the bombshell but I'm a better person than that, so I so I decided not to do it. But just know that that was that was gonna be what I was gonna do. Um, but in the meantime, uh, it's like like Bean said, it's Black History Month. Um, for those of you that are listening that may not black, uh, take some time this month and educate yourself on something more than. Uh, Martin Luther King Jr. or Nelson Mandela or Harriet Tubman or Frederick Douglass. um, Actually learn about uh, some some genuine black history and then do yourself a favor and ask yourself an important question. How can you be more anti-racist than you already are? Um, What are you doing to affect real change here's the thing your world is just as big as the world so what are you doing to affect changing your world, your sphere of of influence Um, if you believe in the the rights and equity of black people, what are you doing to make sure that that, that there's something that you can do are you spending money uh, with black owned businesses, we talk about it in the community all the time, that we need to be spending money in the black community we also need white dollars coming in. Uh, so if you're in Atlanta, uh, believe me, there, there's a ton of black, black-owned black businesses that will benefit you down there. Uh, if you're in Indianapolis, ton of black businesses here uh, that you can patronize and and do your part in empowering the black community. Um, and then finally, as uh, the Kilimanjaro of uh, BGTW asks, the mountain that changes you as your sovereign Um, I think it's only necessary and right uh, that I uh, remind you all that the next time that you hear from us whenever we feel like recording because we can be uh, true black people and decide that we don't want to record again until Wrestlemania or we might hit you guys with another show tomorrow you never know be on the lookout but whatever we choose to do Uh, Make sure that you cherish the work that we put out because uh, we're doing it not for our health but uh, because this is something that we love to do. So with that being said, I've been your sovereign. Bean's been your villain. Wayman's been the simp of the hour. And
0: we will see you guys uh, next time. I'm the mad king for the record. Peace. (laughs)